if you're maybe a first time freshman that's looking to get your college degree for the first time, maybe you're looking to go back to school, finish up your degree. Maybe you've already got your undergraduate, want to go back and get your master's or another undergraduate degree. MSU Denver Online has awesome classes, awesome programs, and in my opinion, maybe most importantly, they have awesome teachers to help you out if you're any type of student. If you're a first-time freshman, an existing student, somebody who's going back to school again, if you have a job that you need to work your schedule around and take classes at the same time, MSU Denver can help you out. They put a dynamic education at your fingertips without forcing you to decide between earning a degree and living your life. MSU Denver Online is the Colorado institution providing rigorous, but also affordable online programs taught by professors like Dr. Travis Heath, who we have had on this podcast multiple times. And I would quite frankly, just take a class to listen to that guy talk to me for an hour a day or an hour every couple of days. So check out the classes that they offer for their summer semester, which is going right now. And also for the fall online, MSU Denver online. Jokic playing with great enthusiasm tonight as Harris gets the screen. That's going to be another assist for Joker. Now into Jokic. Got to be careful not to get the third foul. They're doubling now behind the back. Watch her lay it up and in. Uh, A sensational pass by the Joker. And Marco says, yeah, that's how we do it in Serbia. That's how we do it in Serbia. Yeah. I, did, I love, I, I love uh, Marlo's connection to Marco. Yeah, it's the greatest Marco game I've ever been to. Greatest game I've ever been to. So, <laughs> you were there. And we're back. Oh, yeah. And sorry. we're vibing. <laughs> this, Thursday I, night, 8 o'clock. That means it's time for the DNBA show. And I'm your host tonight, Brendan Vogt. I'm joined by an all-star panel of DNVR Nuggets. Um, <laughs> it's the same All-stars. Every, every, <laughs> every you know who they are, but I'll introduce them anyway. Above me, that's Adam Arnaz. Adam, What's hello. up, everybody? Let's go. They can't respond to you, so yeah, but right. everyone, I think they said hello. <laughs> Rhetorical, I suppose. To Adam's left, it's Eric Weedham, also known as D-Line Co. Let's go. I, gotta be, I do not like this song. It is way too smooth, too cash. It's uh, oh. if, I feel too adult contemporary right now. This is like this 2018, is you know, when we didn't know any better. <laughs> this, this is, is a great Thursday song because Thursday is the most underrated day of the week. I That's feel like this is with like Dick. Great I feel like, but I feel like this is what like Dave Matthews chills out to. <laughs> <laughs> Might be. Uh, we'll have to throw Thursday on his list. Um, <laughs> Do it. If you're familiar with this show, you know what list I'm talking about. It's Harrison Wins list. Harrison, what's up, man? Add Peloton to my list too. Oh, day two, big Peloton guy. Day two of Peloton, almost as good as day one. <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing for that, but that's cool. We are not alone tonight, as usual. We brought on a friend, a special guest. So let's welcome to the show now, friend of the show, Milwaukee Bucks aficionado and former Colorado 14ers broadcaster, Chad Andrews. Yeah. Chad, what's up, Milo? What's happening, gentlemen? I've heard, uh, I've heard more about the 14ers in the last two days than I have in the last 10 years. So uh, <laughs> after that article Cosmider wrote, uh, been coming yeah. up quite a, quite a bit the last couple days. Yeah, almost trending on Nuggets Twitter. Almost <laughs> <laughs> trending. <laughs> almost trending. So yeah. Chad, how's right. it hanging, man? I know it's um, uh, unprecedented times. How's your headspace? You stay insane over there? Well, I mean, you can see I'm in uh, my wife's office with wonderful <laughs> roses and children's art on the wall behind me. So you're still uh, married. That's good. Yeah. That's, yeah. Good. that's, 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 that's the, a big that's win. That's a big, big win. win. Huge win. Right? <laughs> uh, you know, 90 days in the, uh, the same confines, not being separated at all uh, with three little kids. <laughs> Um, did, I, did I stress that point at all? <laughs> uh, yeah, and uh, three kids, right? Three uh, that are seven or under. So um, it's Ooh. it's been taxing to say the least, especially when you don't have, uh, you know, that, that Nuggets game to tap into and really zone out or, or anything else for your entertainment. Yeah, no kidding. I know Adam looked away from his children for about five seconds and one of them took a screwdriver to his car. Have, oh. you, have you had better luck during quarantine? Have you avoided disaster so uh, far? Avoided uh, that kind of disaster. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's really just uh, it, it's an ongoing kind of uh, whirlwind through the house. So uh, when I do get them after about two or three weeks convinced to finally clean one specific area, um, what results is their path to that area just gets destroyed along the way. So it's something else you got to pick up. <laughs> so um, it, it's an ongoing battle. And we, we actually, uh, I hate to admit this publicly, my children. Nobody's this watching. Is, this is not public. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is very my, private. <laughs> my my three children 
got themselves kicked out of the house on Mother's Day because they would not yeah. clean up the house. And oh, I had wow. to take them out and get out. We had to leave their mother alone on Mother's Day because they wouldn't do any of the oh, stuff. Do you know what I want out. for Mother's Day? A day. One day. Yeah. Alone. Exactly. Away so from exactly. you. Adam, so, I just realized you, you have the opportunity for a little uh, turnabout. Like, you bought your daughters that uh, $40 Power Wheels Jeep. Have you considered going out and true. taking a screwdriver to it? Slash the tires. Just slash the tires. Is it funny now? Oh, man. Almost. Got, get, get some spray paint and put a big pickaxe on the, on the hood of it. Yeah, that, that's a big move from Adam because when I was younger, I always wished I had one of those. I never I, got one. Listen, oh. This is where the world has changed because I bought that for $40. And I remember back when I was a kid, the only kids that got those were the top the Yeah, top rich I was kids, out of you know, our price range. So nowadays you can just get them on Craigslist for like you know some spare change. I don't even know this. That makes me disgusted. <laughs> I had the one year. too. I've already got four batteries. I'm gonna really make a super battery. Uh, the next thing is gonna be incredible. The next thing you're gonna tell me is that any child is able to have a race car bed, and I'm gonna kill myself. I, <laughs> <laughs> race car, that was I, I had the Flintstone version of those cars. We didn't have motors yet. You had to run with your feet and then I was trapped under the wheel. I had a scooter. I had a razor scooter. The back, the back of the fuels Bruce wanted. <laughs> well, Chad, I don't know if you've been watching the show or not these last couple of weeks, but we've been running through a handful of mostly the the eight teams that will be coming back to Orlando and really jostling for those final playoff spots. Um, uh, But we want to talk a little bit tonight about a couple of the other teams that actually have a chance to win this thing, not just get in and make some noise. Yeah, we're not talking about the Orlando Magic at any point. Yeah, and we're 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 (laughs) into the Portland Trailblazers episode. (laughs) We talk about the Nuggets every night. What are you talking about? We just like to throw tomatoes at the Trailblazers. That's all we have. But with Chad here, I think we've got the right guy to talk about two teams, the Denver Nuggets, of course, and and the Milwaukee Bucks. Um, I'm, I'm just learning now, Chad, about your Bucks fandom. I confess Ooh. to my naivete there. Where does that come from? Are, are you are you from the area? What's what's the Bucks connection? Uh, I am from Wisconsin. Um, okay. That's that's where my whole family grew up. Now my my family history. I have three older brothers and an older sister, and they all grew up, went through all of their childhood in high school in Wisconsin. But I'm a lot younger than all of them. So while I was born there and I started there, you know, as a sports fan for the Packers and the Badgers and the Bucks and the Brewers, uh, it was kind of bred into me, right, from the family history. Um, I moved away and my parents raised me mostly in like Dallas-Fort Worth. So I have kind of this weird tie to Wisconsin where I was never really a part of going to the games and, and seeing mm. all the stuff, but it, it's tied into my family and I've always been partial to the area and, and really want to see the fans more than anything else experience success that mm. they never, never really had in my lifetime uh, sure. for any of their sports. Uh, but then I grew up in Dallas and my oldest brother has been a longtime Maverick season ticket holder. So you know, when I was a kid, the games that I went to were, were more in Dallas, hence the uh, the Dirk shirt for nice. his happy birthday today. Hey. I had to um, mention that. Yeah, that's glorious. Yeah. you got to give that more screen time. You just Dirk, just right the whole thing saying that. Dirk is my homeboy. Uh, <laughs> this, is, uh, this is at least 10 or 12 years old. Um, so we got to play I, the I prices to... right with that later. Is he, um, right. is he still your homeboy is the real question. Oh, absolutely. Okay, for cool. life. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, so I, I have kind of split allegiances, right? Um, sure. I, uh, I have my family history and everything they root for, and, and I'm partial. I want to see them, you know, experience some sports joy in their life, um, not to mention the fact that I just absolutely love Giannis, right? Um, uh, I'm absolutely partial that way. Um, you know, the Mavericks are the team I grew up with watching as a kid and going to the games, but that's also the first team I covered when I got into media, right? When I, when I started doing radio and TV in college and I covered that and, you know, I was there when Jason Kidd was a rookie the first time around and, you know, went through some of the bad years and the lean years for those guys. I was there when Dirk was drafted before, you know, I moved on and went to different places and wound up in Denver here for about 20 years. Kind of cut you off quick because I want to know you're there when Dirk is drafted. We're kind of doing this now with Jokic and maybe Michael Porter Jr. Did you know in the moment, what was your reaction to, to that? Uh, we, uh, we didn't know, but we, we thought when we started to read and hear the name uh, come up a little bit more prominent, uh, like the week leading up to the draft, because mm. you got to remember this, this is a long time ago, right? This is 98. It's not like it is now where everything is reported on daily by a thousand sources. 
right? You, you, you would have to read what was printed in daily newspapers or, or sure. magazines, right? So it what was a nightmare. very, very slow buildup. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it, wasn't, it wasn't until about the week of the draft where you would start to hear, you know, watch out for this guy from Germany, right? His name's Dirk. Uh, he's seven foot tall, but he shoots right. Uh, he's going to go in the first round, but people didn't know at that point. It wasn't the science it is now. You know, all right, are we talking like at twenty three, or are we talking like a top five pick? Right. right. I mean, no, nobody had any idea. But what we did know is Don Nelson and Donnie Nelson, right? Uh, in love with Euros from the get go. Have always loved it. I've always loved the idea of the shooting big man. You know, stretching the floor, right. playing yeah. a little bit differently. Mm-hmm. So once once Dirk's name started to pop up and people became familiar with him, they're like, oh, well, if the Mavericks have a chance, right? I mean, that's that's the team that's going to pick him, right? right. Um, well, good thing you guys didn't end up with the first uh, Euro big selected in that draft because <laughs> the Nuggets did, and it, it didn't go so <laughs> Right, right. Uh, the, the, Mavs, the Mavs actually picked uh, Robert Trailer, Tractor Trailer, from Michigan, and then they did Ooh. the draft night trade to get Dirk. Um, you know, and, and nobody knew what to expect, right? Um, you know, I, I think later on in the draft, it was like Wang Juju in the second round. And, oh, you yeah. know, er, everybody was a player that nobody had ever seen before. Stretch so, uh, yeah. So, uh, you know, we didn't, we didn't know what to expect <laughs> at that point. You know, obviously it turned out as well as could have, anyone could have possibly imagined. Yeah, you got a homeboy out of the deal. <laughs> exactly. I mean, we're, we're like this. I promise. <laughs> we got no. We have no homeboys from that draft. <laughs> how much? How much of Dirk's career did you get a, a up close view of? Uh, the early years, right? Uh, sitting on the bench as a rookie. Um, you know, going to practices and watching him and Nash work extra and do shooting drills when they weren't playing, right? That type of thing. Um, you know, very very young, right? New to. Mm-hmm not only that level of basketball, new to America, new to the country, new to the language, right? Uh, you know, very limited experience while, while I was there in the er- early years before I moved on because I ended up moving, right? Uh, I moved and left Dallas. I went to Las Vegas and worked there. And then, you know, after Las Vegas is when I came to Denver. So, you know, it, it kind of all came around where I started covering the Nuggets when they were really bad. Um, <laughs> and, and, uh, wow, what, what, the, uh, how tough to find that in their history. What right, right. <laughs> and then um, what, what was interesting is it, it all kind of came like full circle around from all my friends and, and ties in Dallas to when I started covering the team here. Because when the Nuggets uh, blew up what was the initial team that I, I started to cover, the Nick Van Exel, Antonio McDice years, Rafe, right? Uh, when they blew that all up and traded everybody to Dallas, I was one of the first people in on the details of that trade mm, when, I, when I was working right. on the fans. So yeah, that was right. back in the days before Woj broke everything. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> so you got to see Dirk early on, and it's interesting because Jokic's only been in, Jokic has only been in the NBA for five years, five seasons now. And I feel like we've already seen a lot of – you can almost break down, and I'm not even talking about the player, although the player has evolved too, but the person. It's funny mm-hmm. if you go back and watch an interview of Jokic, his rookie season, just how, like, wide-eyed, bushy-tailed, and, like, how he can't <laughs> – he can barely speak, and, like, he's – you know, and now you see kind of the evolution of him and, and everything else. What was it like watching Dirk in that same way? And, and can you compare him and Jokic in sort of their first five, six seasons in the NBA from that perspective? acclimating to the u.s yeah i think yeah i I think that's the uh, that's the common denominator right um once once they've gotten accustomed to their routines you know where they're living the culture you know being more comfortable speaking english and, and the attention they're getting you start to see their true personality come out because they they finally let all the other things fall in place and they know they can play the game right so once they they are know they can play the game then everything else, they become real relaxed, right? They're really fun to chat with. They're really lighthearted, you know, yeah. great personalities. Um, but but it's the nervousness of the adjustment, I think, over the first few years, you know, besides being a young player, which is hard for all of them, right? right. Adjusting to the league and the game itself, right? But figuring out where you fit in that, that process, right? Where you're going to fit with your team, what your role is going to be, you know, can you actually play at this level? Those are the hard parts adjusting to that along with the culture and the language. And that's why it's so, so bumpy that initial year or two. But, but once they get over that culture hump and they know that they're welcomed in, they have a home and they're as good or better than anybody else they're playing against. Right. Then you really see their true personality start to shine. 
because they have that confidence, right? They're not they're not nervous about everything they're doing anymore. Being in a foreign place, it's it's suddenly home to them, and they they know that they can go out there and handle their business. And that's where I think you really start saw it take off with Jokic, just the way you saw it take off with Dirk. I think Jokic has had a couple stages, and here's what the stages I would go through. He comes over for summer league, doesn't think he's any any you know anything, and he realizes that he can make the team, and he gets on or whatever. Then there's the stage that happens. December 15th or sometime right around there of his sophomore season where he's like, nope, you know what, I'm a starter and I'm probably good enough to be one of the better players at least on this team. And then there's the stage of shortly after Paul Millsap arrived and then Millsap gets hurt and he comes back where Jokic sort of took a backseat to Millsap again and was kind of like, yeah, I'm really good, but now we have an all-star, whatever. And there was, of course, the Mm -hmm. famous conversation, you're the guy, whatever. And I think that took Jokic to, okay, I'm the best player on this team, and it doesn't matter who we bring in. Like, I'm just – I'm the best player on a team. This is my team or whatever. But I think there's been a fourth sort of transformation for Jokic, and I think it happened sometime over the last 365 days. Maybe it was spurred by the playoffs or whatever. But I think that now Jokic looks at it and legitimately thinks he can be the best player of all of them. And I don't know that he, like, really truly believes that on, like, a LeBron James level or whatever. But I do think there's something, too, where he's like – why can't I be better than Anthony Davis? Why can't I be better than Kawhi Leonard or whatever? And to me, this is what this is one of the most unsatisfying things about this particular, you know, the, the season being broken up for four months now is I think he was so well on that way, and I wanted to see him go. It, I know this isn't the matchup, but I want to see him go head-to-head with James Harden and Kawhi Leonard and LeBron James because you always think about when we talk about these series, we talk about, well, LeBron's the best player in that series. I want to know if Jokic can be the best player in that series, one of yeah. those ones with the big boys. Yeah, like a, a, a thing that you want in life is a reluctant leader. You want somebody oh, who yes. doesn't who, who, who doesn't like crave power but is thrust into a position because they it's undeniable and people rally behind them because their skill is, is I mean, or – their leadership is just unquestionable. Uh, and that's, yeah, exactly what you want out of the, like, he's just like, okay, fine. Like, I don't want to do this, but clearly, like, I was given this skill set. Like, all right, fine. And, like, just coming to, to grips with the, the fact that he is foisted into this position and, and owning it and then, and, uh, you know, yeah. t- taking it to that next mm-hmm. level. It is funny, though, how I, I wonder if Euros have to figure that out because of the the stereotypes we apply to them, right? If they then have to sort of shatter that ceiling internally, like, no, I, I don't just belong here. I'm better than this dude and this guy and this guy. And, and that is, that's a process when you're what not just, like, playing with, with, with new set of peers, but also just, like, in a new culture and everything altogether. What European player has hit the ground running the most? Luke, Luka Doncic. Well, yeah, that's you. Yeah. Right. That's <laughs> Luka. Yeah. I think maybe yeah, even Chris Stapps, to an extent, was like really good out of the gate, and he had the keys to the car, too, uh, immediately. Was he really good out yeah. of the gate, or did he have an enormous fan base, obnoxious, loud, and just desperate for anything <laughs> fan base there, hyping every single thing up that he did? He was good. He was good. I'm just right. saying he wasn't like a super Jokic should have been really yeah. good out of the gate. I actually watched a lot of his rookie year uh, film today. And, um, God, he was doing the same stuff. I mean, we've talked about this, yeah. but he was doing the same stuff in his rookie year that he does right now. He's just a lot, a lot quicker, actually. Some of the difference is just now his teammates know what that stuff is. You know what I mean? And as opposed to a guy trying stuff, it's a guy yeah. impacting winning. Um, all right, I don't know if this is a hard left turn here because obviously I lost you guys for, for a few minutes. Yeah, we want to take a break. Yeah, yeah guys, nice if you're if we're nice looking nice to pick up some uh, <laughs> brews this week, maybe you're uh, looking to pick up some beers to watch the Curtis Blades fight this weekend. Oh, baby, you know, more on that like in a second. If I'm we're watching that, watch that fight, I probably could drink 15 beers while I watch it. <laughs> 15? Yeah. If only there was a pack. Of, like, <laughs> what an unusual number. Yeah. It is an unusual. You might want to pick up the Jokic pack, oh, the 15 wow. can <laughs> sampler from Breck Brewing. That's you can get it at Davidson's. You can get it at Breck Brew. Uh, also, check out the Mile High City Copper Lager from Breck Brew as well. You know what that one looks like. Uh, the Nuggets blue on it. What, wait, what, what kind of blue is that? Unbelievable. Um, like Skyline blue. blue. Skyline blue. You know what color it is. You, no I, that's, that's disgusting what you just tried to do. <laughs> that was that was an attempted setup. But There's yeah. Midnight Blue and Skyline Blue. Yeah. I'm partial confess, to I'm Skyline blue, blue, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> Pick up some of those uh, from Davidson's. 
And uh, also, guys, I golf told you, is many here. People are saying it, guys. I'm not the only one. It's it's really taking yes. over. As you no see it all over saying. the streets. <laughs> no, many, no many people are saying this. Many, many people. Yeah, somebody came up to me on the street yesterday. It was like, you heard of that Jokic pack? I was like, yeah, I've heard of it. And you were like, bro, six feet, six feet. <laughs> yeah. uh, also, guys, golf is here. We got a lot of golf to bet on this weekend. Mm -hmm. And uh, DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, is putting you in the center of the action with sign-up bonuses up to $1,000. My favorite thing about betting on golf with DraftKings, and I did this when they had that uh, it Tiger. It goes hole by hole. You can bet hole by hole. Sorry, I'm just placing my bet on what you're going to say next. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you can bet hole by hole. Like, will, yeah, it pays off. will Tiger Woods hit a fairway on this money. hole? Or, you know, will won't he? Uh, so cool stuff like that you can do on DraftKings. Can of I course, tell you my favorite uh, thing about gambling on golf is it makes golf yes. watchable. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Are you sure. a golf guy, Chad? Huge golf guy. Yeah. I, played on, uh, I played Monday, and I'm going to play on Saturday my first two times of the year. Uh, that wow. That is my Father's Day gift. I get to go play golf. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. I like it. I like it. Um, of course, DraftKings Sportsbook, safe, secure, and reliable. It's not like one of those... Uh, sketchy offshore sites that you might have used in the past. So make sure to download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now. And also make sure to use code DNVR That's right. when you sign up. Because for a limited time, all new users Oops. can get a sign-up bonus for up to 1000 bucks. That's right, DraftKings Sportsbook is going all out with a sign-up bonus up to $1,000. Just enter the code DNVR when you sign up at the DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only. Bonus is comprised of a first deposit bonus and a first bet match, each up to 500 bucks. You, don't, you haven't heard bonus. how quickly I read that. Try to read this as fast as you can. It's that's like the, a challenge. That's the key. The, it is a challenge. And I, I dominated this challenge. You guys haven't heard? I just go in on the back end when I edit it and speed it up. You haven't heard that? <laughs> <laughs> bonus is comprised of a first deposit bonus and a first bet match, each up to $500. The deposit bonus requires a 25 times playthrough. Research and supply, see DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details of gambling problem. Call 1-800-522-4700. Great job. Great job. I don't even know if that was faster, but it was just louder. And, and now, now we can transition smoothly. Into now we actually cannot transition yet because oh, oh, we got to do the DraftKings pick, oh, oh, pick of the week. Pick of the week, baby. Pick of the week, baby. Right, I think I know on. where you're going with this. Yeah, so once a week, I select my DraftKings pick of the week, the lock of the week. And this week I'm going with our boy. Saturday night. Ooh. DNVR's own Curtis Blades. Let's go. Lock it fighting in. Fighting Alexander Volkov. I think we have you, a photo for this to pull up, Kill. UFC on ESPN. Uh, we'll do look at our guy. That's the winner right there. Look at him in his DNVR gear. Oh, man. Can you imagine seeing your favorite friendly logo, your favorite brand? And it's that guy. And it's also terrifying. <laughs> yes, I can't imagine it because I'm stuff. looking at it. Oh, boom. Uh, boom! Right there. Shout out. You know what would so, be good Instagram content? Just him beating the shit out of me. We should set that up. <laughs> I'd watch that. Just get but, me in some uh, yeah, and Curtis Blades, 13 and two against Alexander Volkov, 31 and seven. I'm taking Curtis Blades. That's Let's my Curtis. King's pick of the me week. Too. Boom. I, I gotta say, when I was uh, laying those shirts out, that's. I never in my wildest dreams believed that someone that looked like that would wear <laughs> I thought of uh, it going on Brendan Vogt or me, Eric Weedham. Not the potential heavyweight champion. This is, that, that, that looks a lot better than I ever... My wildest dreams have been, awesome. have been granted. All right, segment two is upon us. I'm ready to talk a little Milwaukee Bucks. Let's go. Chad, question one for you. Right off the bat, we know that given the restart, many teams are feeling like, Hey, why not us? This thing is up for grabs. We we don't. This is probably the least predictable playoffs to date. Given that the Bucks were already sitting pretty as it were, does that make you any more or less confident? Are they still the favorites to bring this thing home? Uh, my honest answer is I have no freaking idea. Yeah. Uh, smart. I have no idea. It's the hottest take so far. Right, right, yeah, yeah. Great guest. Um, you no, know, um, well, one, you know, let's let's uh, make sure, right? I, I know it's probably not going to be an issue. It's not serious, but Giannis was sitting out when play stopped, right? He was hurt, right? So uh, let's make sure number one, he's playing because that's the key to everything, right? Um, and everything else, else is healthy. 
Um, yeah, I'm, I'm assuming that, right? <laughs> uh, I guess the uh, the other question is, um, you know, depending on a week from now, uh, who decides they're not playing, right? If there's any yeah, uh, any key yeah. members there in their yep. rotation, uh, a big part of their their success is the depth, right? Uh, being able to right. to put those rotations in and play defense across the board without really dropping off, right? Because they can defend when they have their yeah. second unit there's in. No, um, there's no way any of the Bucks will opt out. I wouldn't I think so. I, this right. year, this specific year, the Bucks specifically, like, right? right. With a, well, with they're a not title opting out for ba- basketball reasons. Right. I know, but I'm just saying, like, even, <laughs> yeah. even like beyond the basketball, like, if you were, if you were this close, like, you would, you would sort of. Well, I, Sterling, I Sterling Brown just came out with a whole thing about how he was really debating not playing, but mm. it, it seems like he is. I mean, if there was one guy that was going to sit out, right, it would be the guy that's been tased by the police, right? right? Yeah. Uh, I mean, he, right. he would have he would have the reason, right? Yeah. But uh, you know, uh, I, I think they'll have everybody. I, I think they'll be healthy. Um, the the hard part about this is I, I have no idea what these games are going to look like. Um, I have no idea the uh, intensity level that the regular season games are going to be played at. How quickly they ramp it up when the playoffs start. And without fans, you know, without without crowd noise, without referees being influenced by home crowds in the playoffs, mm. like I I don't I can't envision how this is going to work, right? Uh, my my heart of hearts, right? The the fairness in me wants to see teams like Milwaukee and Denver get a fair shake, right? Like yeah. this is finally the opportunity. There's not home crowds and there's not media biases. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's it's all a level playing field. So I, I want to see those teams really step up. <laughs> And have that opportunity, there's a take. you know, to to it. really compete for a championship. Um, I just don't, uh, you know, I, I don't have any idea. Like I, I'm completely open minded. I don't know what to expect sure. when we when we start playing the playoffs. Right, the regular season. I think I, I can kind of figure out how those eight games are going to go. Um, it's when that playoff gear is ready to kick in. I, I think it's just going to be a little weird. It's um, be so weird. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, I, mean, I, mean, I think the eight uh, games will be like super. That, those will be like, what are we doing? It's like it's weird. Right. It's like, but they're gonna all mean no something, cr- though, Eric. Though, that's no, no, I know, I know. But it's like when UFC first came back and there was no crowd and everyone was like, oh, yeah. we're into this in principle, but like we see people fighting, but this is really weird. It's gonna be very strange. Like those first, there's gonna be an acclimation period. Although I feel like once we hit the playoffs, everyone will be like, all right, let's go. Like we're we're used right. to this like new. I'm gonna, I'm gonna disagree just in this one way. When you think about how great these games. Are. I mean, honestly, in, in, in the NBA during the regular season, and we'll just say in the month of March, right, where games start to get a little more important, 50% of games are exciting or, or meaningful or whatever. In this one, it's going to be 80%. I mean, there's there's only a handful of teams that don't have anything to play for, so there are going to be a lot of big-time battles night after night oh, after sure. night. I, think. I so, just mean the, the way that it will look aesthetically, like having the, the – like it's not going to resemble the basketball that we are used to. We're going to have to like learn to appreciate this new version of basketball. I just think you'll forget about it quickly. That's my prediction, I, I, is that by the so. halftime of the first game, you're going to be like, man, Nuggets really need this one. And then you're focused on that aspect of it, not the awkward silence. Yeah. <laughs> I also do wonder if we're, or, or maybe I've been doing this, but just putting too much stock in the fact that, like, oh, this is going to be so weird. Everything, Anything can happen. Like, anybody can beat anybody. Like, maybe just, <laughs> like, the best teams are going to win out and yeah. Milwaukee's just going to absolutely roll through the East because they're like, I think we forget how good Milwaukee was this year. Like they had the best defense in like five seasons. I think like by far this the best the, point differential. I just wonder easy for us to forget. We're yeah. overthinking we, we this a little time. bit. Well, actually yeah. this is a fair question for you, Chad. This is like, it's not a fair question. It's actually ridiculous. <laughs> do, you, do you think that the bucks were the best team on yeah, March 11th when everything stops? Yeah, I do. Um, not only that, uh, I think they were the best team last year. Um, you know, it, I mean, if you if you Couldn't examine really that true. series where they they really melted yeah. down and fell apart against Toronto, um, if you examine it really closely, a lot of people say, "Oh, well, Kawhi," you know, and, and right, you know, right, right. well, Kawhi outplayed Giannis. Giannis didn't step up head to head. I mean, if you're looking at their minutes on the court. Giannis did outplay him. It's just Fred Van Vliet went nuclear. Yeah. Right? Uh, I mean, one, one guy had a series of his life, and then they couldn't find a solution. 
and it made the difference. The Bucks back rallied to win the series, and they went on to win the finals, right? I, I think for the last two seasons across the board, the Bucks have been the best team. Yeah. I think they've been the best regular season team, but there's something about them that doesn't translate so, to the playoffs. It would be, it would be hard wanted. to argue that they were the best playoff team last year. I wanted to, to hear this from a Bucks fan because I, I, I do this as an NBA person. Like I, I, They're the best team, right? We, we see all the numbers. We know they're talented, but there's just that feeling, right? Well, it, it's the Bucks. It's it's Giannis and Man, people do this and, to the Nuggets though. Oh right? my and, god, and, this no, is all I know, they, they do this so, ex- exclusively. So I'm cu- I'm curious. And so what? Why everybody else around the country feels about Denver? Yeah, hundred percent. And they're like, well, when it came push to shove, Damian Lillard stepped up and won. It's like, well, Rodney Hood stepped up and won. I mean, come <laughs> well, on. Well, that like, was also the Nuggets' first time in the playoffs, and I mean, the right. Bucks and Giannis have been there a couple times. So that's yeah. that's what I'm saying. So like, are are you? Mm-hmm hesitant for, for that reason or are you able to see past that and say like no they, they lost for some some small like minor reasons basketball reasons last year and, and that can so be overcome lost. yeah and barely lost basically right? brendan is saying they're frauds do you agree yes or no <laughs> <laughs> well uh, I, I think i think it's fair i think it's fair to make both the arguments right um they they do have a deep team that defends against anybody and on paper Right, they are as good as anyone. But if you don't win in the playoffs, you don't win, right? And that's the way this league is judged. That's the way this league's always been judged, right? Yeah. If, if if the Nuggets were a better team than the Blazers, which they were, but you know when the Nuggets got to Game Seven against San Antonio, they couldn't make a shot. When the Nuggets got to Game Seven against Portland, they couldn't make a shot, yeah. right? If they go to the playoffs and that happens again, it, it doesn't matter how right. you know how well they move the ball, how much they score, right. you know, all, yeah. all over the first three quarters. If they get the fourth quarter of the deciding game and they can't make a shot then it doesn't matter, right? Same thing applies to the Bucks, right? And the thing is, when, when you're Milwaukee, when you're Denver, when you're not the star-laden marquee market teams, you know, the, the history uh, of the NBA teams, Lakers, Celtics, you know, the, the, the teams that the league has made its brand name on and all its money on, you're not going to get the benefit of the doubt until you do it, right? Mm-hmm. The Spurs are the one team that did it, right? Yeah. And they proved to everybody else, like, it doesn't matter where we are. It doesn't matter if you think Tim Duncan's the best player or not. He doesn't care if he's the best player. He's just going to show you whoever you think is the best player. He's going to beat him, right? Okay. So yeah, yeah. they proved it, right? So until a, a Milwaukee does that, until a Denver does that, they're not going to get that benefit of the doubt. Man, every time we have like another small market energy guy on like us, I'm always like, why do I like, why do I follow the NBA? Like, what am I, do- like, what am I doing? <laughs> like, well, for the record, it, I, mean, I think I think the Bucks are gonna roll through the East. For the record, I think uh, they might go. Nice well, that, that my next question, Chad, was the who roll do the you see club, as sure. the biggest challenger, biggest threat to Milwaukee <laughs> in the East? So before everyone wants to jump to the LA teams, but is it a given they get through Toronto, Boston, Philly? Oh. Uh, I don't think it's a given. Um, you know, I, I don't think Philly is very good. It's just a particular matchup because of That's their right. length, yeah, right? They, they can build a wall around They're Giannis built because for of the Giannis, size. Right, right. Yeah. exactly. So, I mean, it, it could be a problem. And remember, uh, you know, they're, they're all one bounce away from eliminating Toronto last year too, right? Sure. So sure. Uh, even though I don't think they're as good this year, um, you know, uh, the, the Celtics um, – I'm not a believer, right? Uh, I mean, I think they're better than they were. I just don't think they're ready to take that step yet. Um, you know, I just think I think Jason Tatum's really, really good. Um, he's probably the third best player in the East, in my opinion. Um, but uh, I don't think he's quite ready to, to put them on his shoulders and do that yet. Who's number two? Uh, Siakam. Oh, uh, okay. So he's better than Simmons and Embiid, okay? All right. Uh, spicy, that is hot. That's hot. I mean, welcome on our show. Our fans will love it. Spicy, man. I love Embiid. I love Embiid, but he's got he's to stay on the court all the time and, and play both ends, not get worn down. Right? He can't yeah, get worked over sucks. when he plays. When he plays <laughs> you hear that, Embiid? I, we know you're watching. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, uh, I, I think Toronto is overlooked, right? Um, yeah, Kawhi's great. Uh, well, I mean, they're pretty good, man. Um, Nick Nurse I, I might be the think... best coach in the league right now. FVD. You know? uh, hey, shout out former D-League guy. Um, Let's go. Oh, right. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Nick Nurse is great. Um, no, I mean, uh, the I, I think here. I don't love Embiid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we should make shirts. Embiid uh, <laughs> is definitely most likely to have the snitch line called on him in his right, world, right? Right, right? Definitely the uh, highest defender. Right. Yeah, why'd you call um, that snitch line? I, I don't love Embiid. 
Um, you know, like like I said, I, I'm probably a little higher on Siakam than maybe a lot of people are. I, I think he's fantastic. Um, I don't know if it's enough to go past Milwaukee. Um, you know, I, I would probably look at Toronto, and then uh, just because of the matchup and the length, I would look at Philly. I, I don't think Boston or anybody else. Mm-hmm. Um, is gonna gonna get in their way. I had, this is gonna sound like a joke, and it kind of is, but it's also a little <laughs> bit serious. <laughs> and that is, do you think that this Disney World setting? Look, the Lopez <laughs> brothers love Disney World. <laughs> they love Disney. Like, the, I know this is. Look, if you, if if this tournament was taking place, if this tournament was play, taking place at the Kentucky Derby, would you not be like, you know what, Jokic? <laughs> <laughs> Would you spend too much time with the horses? This is a but this is a homemade Manhattan take, is what this is. <laughs> I thought you were gonna go the other way and say that the fact that it's at Disney World is gonna work in their favor because they're just gonna be like so pumped That to is be what there. I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying Robin Lopez had a tweet earlier where he's like, if you would have told me that my he's like, this is like a childhood dream where i'm competing for a basketball championship at my favorite place on earth or something like it's something like that and it's like yeah that's gotta mean something did you did you see that uh reporter last year when the the new ride was previewed and they flew a private jet down there with the reporter to ride the new star wars ride when it debuted they went down on one off day both of them together they they chartered a jet flew down rode the ride spent the day at disney world flew back the next day for the game Wow, yeah. I'm dying because like James Harden flies to Las Vegas, you know, on an off day, and the Lopez brothers fly to Disney World. Hey, if this was in Vegas, I would have taken the Rockets. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> is there a chance that one of them is going to get a tummy ache from all of the uh, cotton candy that they eat during the day? <laughs> do you think Chad uh, Bucks fans? Do you think Bucks fans will embrace this title all the same? Nuggets fans, I know. Look, when you've been this starved to this extent, like put as many asterisks on it as you want. Do you expect Bucks Kingdom to feel the same way? Is that a real thing? I just made that up. Bucks Kingdom. <laughs> it is. It is, it is a Disney. Right? Bucks yes. Christ. Right. Um, there was a there was one woman who designed a uh, a fear of the deer T-shirt with the Mickey Mouse ears. It was pretty awesome. Perfect. Um, right. so I didn't entirely make it up. Okay. No, no. It's uh, it, it, it was pretty cool. Um. You know, it's it, it's it's very much the same situation again. Not to harp on the uh, you know the smaller market thing, but it's the same thing as Denver, right? We we finally get an opportunity to realistically compete for a championship, and the fans can't be at the games, and there won't be a parade. You know, in so the Nuggets' true. place, you can't even watch it on TV, right? Um, so uh, uh, you know, I mean that that would be the year. I'm right? gonna Chad. Right, I'm just saying that if, if it were ever going to happen, right, well, it's going to happen with the fans can't. For sure, that's uh, that's not life, right? Persona, oh right? Oh my god, we had this we had so, this to talk in earnest. Like, would you do you even want to win the title this year? Everyone said absolutely yes to me, but I was like, I don't know, man. I don't know if I want this to be the year that they win. But well, I guess I do. Here's I the know. thing, you know the the one thing that it does. I mean, it, it it's still a championship, right? They still have to go through the legitimate playoffs. They still have to earn it. Um, if you're talking about for the brand of the franchise, for the future of the franchise, for the legacy of the players involved, and then what it's going to mean for continuing success and attracting players down the future. And keeping uh, players it, as well. Yes. Yeah. Right? It makes a difference, right? So, yeah. yes, I mean, it, it does have that meaning. The fans will embrace it for that reason. Because, I mean, uh, you know, as much as it would mean to Denver and as important as it would be for their future going forward, Think about what it means to Milwaukee. Giannis can leave. I know. So yeah, if that, sure. if he wins, right, it, it's a it's a whole different landscape, right? Does Milwaukee need this title favorite. more than any other team? Do they need this title the most? Lakers uh, need it. Yeah, the Lakers need it. Yeah. You know what though? The Lakers did everything wrong for five years and were rewarded with LeBron James. <laughs> <laughs> and we all got MJ done. The Lakers do not need this title. The Lakers can no. fail upwards for the next Forever. decade and so be true. fine. Yeah. Yeah. Tony, is, isn't there an argument to be made that if uh, Giannis does win a championship, he can be like, well, I've done what I need, like LeBron. But then if you're the fans, it's like, all right, that's that's less than I do, but we got ours, man. You know what I mean? I mean that yeah. like, sense of urgency. Yeah, the bar is, is needs lifting. it, guys. Come on. Yeah. You know, you know actually who actually needs it the most is maybe tied for Milwaukee is Houston. 
Because there's a real chance they, they don't the end of the road for uh, us. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Win or lose, they don't deserve it. Because they've got nothing to do with it. We're just talking about it. Everything to do with it. Who deserves it? now. If that team loses in the second round, is everyone gone except for James Harden? If that team loses in overtime of game seven of the finals, they're all gone, I think. I think this is the end of the line for that. That's why it's very important. Mickey, make this happen. Get them out in the second round. I was thinking about... Um, the point Chad made earlier about the, like, no home court advantage one way or another. I mean, for the Nuggets, is this an advantage? Is this an equalizer? Like, if you're playing, it's, we, we, we talk so often about those home crowds being filled with the opposing fan base. If you're playing, like, a Lakers, isn't it isn't it an advantage to have this on a neutral court in a seven-game series? I don't know. Um, they got to prove that they could win somewhere other than Denver against great well, teams, right? Fair right? Enough, yeah. I mean, that, it works the other way too, right? They're not at home, so they don't have that advantage. Um, I, I would like to think it is, right? I would like to think it's a level playing field. Um, my big concern is, um, and I've heard the uh, you know the national talking heads yap about this. Oh, the the word's already been sent out through the NBA. We need LeBron and Kawhi and Harden and Giannis. We need the stars to drive this make and make this Orlando thing work. We need more stars and less Denver Nuggets. Oh, uh, I heard I that exact statement yesterday, oh. um, and it, <laughs> it drove me insane. That? Colin Cowherd said that. Oh, oh, right. oh, he said he said we I'm need more LeBron, right Kawhi, and Harden, and we you need will. less Denver Nuggets. And I was like. This is the typical L.A. attitude of stars and storylines, and they don't care at all about the basketball, right? He, he wants a story. He wants something that's going to appeal to a mass audience. And if if he thinks James Harden appeals to a mass audience, well, then Mount Warfare is doing It's unwatchable for me. Um, but, I like that he's had you know, too uh, much Denver Nuggets for his taste right, already. Right, I'm, right. I'm yeah, done. That's enough. enough. <laughs> now that's I've had a, I, I saw them on national TV yeah. four times in the last uh, years. I yeah. say enough's enough. enough. <laughs> right, right. Um, you know, I, I, I really want to believe that's going to be a level playing field. Uh, you know, the cynic in me says that uh, the the super superstars of the world uh, may just go ahead and get every call to make sure that yeah. uh, they've oh, got man. the headlining teams uh, in the Final Four the way they want them. You know, if they can get L.A. and L.A., um, you know, have Giannis, even though it's not a big They're market, and then... Boston, they'll be happy. You know what? You're right. This is going to be the most infuriating playoff. I'm, I'm mad already. I, I'm, I'm so ready. Let's get feisty. We're going to be ready to fight. Do you remember? I mean, time. do you remember what, like our mental state around this time last year? We were like in full argument mode with uh, the net with uh, whatever his name is. The, the Nick, Rick, Rick Wright. Yeah, yeah now that's yeah. Broncos country. Is, I need that. Thing, yeah, now. like I'm yeah, ready for yeah. that. I'm ready to attack. I'm ready. Uh, oh man. All right. Well. um if you guys want to get in our WGT tournaments coming up, uh, not this weekend, but next weekend. You do want in. You oh, definitely you want, want in. It. It's the most fun thing you can do over the weekend. <laughs> Chad, you say you're good at golf, but I'll bet you're not good at digital golf. <laughs> no, I didn't say I was good at golf. I said I like to play golf. <laughs> <laughs> right, that's that's actually the, ex- yeah. the polar opposite yeah. of Adam, who doesn't play golf, but says he will be good. <laughs> I like this point oh, here. Coward actually sure. loves the city of Denver. He just hates the Nuggets. Like, come on, get out yeah. of here, Coward. You're not welcome in <laughs> <at> Denver. <laughs> I love sipping a, sipping a cocktail on Larimer Square. That's what Colin Coward loves doing. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to get in uh, our WGT, WGT tournaments, download WGT. That's a great line, Henry. From... God, God damn it. I can't stay. What are, what are we talking about? That's a great line. <laughs> what line? Honestly, God, what do you mean that's a great line? That's a great line, he said. What a Great line, Hank. <laughs> what line? It was the, the, the burning nuggets. the nuggets saying that the, the, the league needs less Denver Nuggets. That's a great line. The NBA is about stars. Stars, stars, stars. Unbelievable. It's about stars and big I names and big markets. Hey, I don't expect uh, it from and you. Rings. My God. Uh-huh. Unbelievable. <laughs> anyway, Harrison, I think you were doing a read. <laughs> uh, download WGT from dnvrgolf.com and search for the DNVR two DNVR two clubhouse to uh, get Yo, the, all our tournaments. The, the, it's like honestly it's so fun to play a tournament in WGT. Like when, normally when you play, Fire. you know. You, 
Yeah, I like, get like hyped up for them. Like, you I do. Like, you like, yeah. I, yeah, I like, I have to like get my head right, and then like I go in, I like talk to myself. You make a bad shot, and you just like you feel the weight of the world oh, upon you. So you're gonna have to, bad. you're gonna have to answer to uh, it. You're like, all right, I need this putt, and then you just press it like two seconds. You're like, can I, line, is, like you're like, can I withdraw and like pretend oh. I never entered in the first place? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and while you're playing WGT, not a bad idea to sip on some Strava Craft coffee, which oh. you can get online for 20% off when you use the code DNVR20. Uh, Strava Craft Coffee, of course, is packed with CBD. If you got back pain, arthritis, I do. any aches and pains that yep. you might have developed over this quarantine, uh, Strava Craft Co- Coffee can probably help you out. So you can get 20% off when you use the code DNVR20 at StravaCraftCoffee.com. Sweet. 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 Okay. Uh, and we're back. It's it's segment three. It's uh, we're about forty five minutes into the show. Yeah. So for those of you who pay close attention, that means we've it, got it may uh, or may like not be time viewers for uh, for online with D line. What do we oh, think? Oh crap! Damn it! I should have lined this up. Hold on a you second. You lined it up? <laughs> oh, oh, what? what is that horrible noise? Oh, I hate this. Hey guys, what's uh, what's going on? Oh, I hate this. It's online so much. You guys. Uh, Chad, I don't know if you spend a lot of time online does these your days. Vo- does your voice go up and off when you go into it online? Does. It really does. <laughs> the, sad, the sad part is, is I'm probably the only, only one old enough to remember that dial of tone. No, nope, not guys true, never man. I definitely I remember. I had the CDs and everything that you we had. We had net zero. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, uh, Chad, every now and again, we like to take a little trip online and see what's going on out there. Oh, my God. <laughs> so let's take a look, shall we? What's going on online these days? So uh, oh, this, no. listen, you can hear the drones already. We would not go here. FaceApp. FaceApp. Oh. You remember FaceApp came up years ago when they were, or a year or so ago when uh, they were, were making good. all of the people on Earth look old. But now they make everyone, they can... Turn everybody into a, a, a spicy, sexy lady. <laughs> so this was... Uh, good, man. They're getting way too good at this. It's weird how Paul Millsap looks like a character from Bring It On. Like an actual g- g- girl in a cheerleading movie. Who looks the most realistic? Jamal Murray? What is, I don't, I don't, what is realistic? Jamal Murray I mean, They all look like old. people. Right? Yeah, it looks like a child somehow. That Jokic image is cursed, Yeah, they do man. all look I, like people. I need that Oh, God. They one hundred percent look like people. Yeah. Anything else on this, or can we just uh, move on? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm just uh, so out on this. I am just Harrison so out. is out. On, well, my question. I put this in early. Adam got mad at me. I put it in twice. I thought we all decided that FaceApp was canceled because it was put out by Russia to mine all of our data. And then, but I thought as soon that as was we could, TikTok. No, no, that was that was oh, no, FaceApp. TikTok was the Chinese. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. The like, world already that's ended. That's actually so. just the internet, guys. Like, come on. Like, that was FaceApp. But then as soon like, but this is like too. This is too good. Like, we'll all give our our. Daddy, data willingly for this uh, image of Nikola Jokic. Um, and uh, producer Kale, if you could bring up, there's just one other. Uh, face oh, wow. <laughs> oh, 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 my. Oh, wow. What do you guys think of this oh, one? Wow. <laughs> Somebody take a screenshot right now. <laughs> wow. I don't know what you guys think, uh, I, think of this I, one. Everybody on this app is attractive except for me. That's a very it's funny. Job. It, it didn't that even make lot, you actually. remotely yeah. pretty. Like, not <laughs> even a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I'm. Uh, right. I can't believe I'm, I'm a lot more into Gary Harris, a lot less into Adam Morris than I expected I would be. <laughs> All right, well, uh, so what else is uh, going on online these guys, today's these guys? All right. <laughs> so this came up on other, this is like pure clickbait garbage. And I can't believe like how infuriated I get by every one of these maps where they declare the favorite something of every state. But like, I, this is another time where clearly they're trolling you, but I got so infuriated. They got you. I, they got you. Can we Dinner. zoom in on Alaska really quickly yeah. though? Alaska has the um, Rapid Man, rap, dude. The, yeah, the, the guy from our. The greatest mascot ever, Rapid Man. <laughs> Yeah, let's, let's zoom in a little Guy's bit. Guy's yeah. an absolute legend. So Rocky's the best mascot, right, in Denver? Without, Without, I mean, I mean it's not even like, a, like, not even, like, not even in, like, if you, in any way that you look at it, like, Dinger looks stupid, Dinger <laughs> is stupid, yeah, like, Dinger yeah. brings nothing to the table, like, what is, what is the octopus over uh, Michigan? For Detroit, that's Detroit, for the oh, Red Wings. Oh, the Red Wings throwing it on the ice. Ugh. Yeah, yeah, do you guys actually but, know like, the genesis of that? like, is that their mascot? No. What is the genesis of that? The genesis is that in the NHL playoffs, you used to have to win 
eight games to win the uh, Stanley Cup. Oh, that's how many legs are on Octopus. That's how many are on. So, yeah. it, and then the, the good people of Detroit thought saw fit to murder an octopus every time <laughs> yeah. that uh, they play the game. <laughs> we did it! Yeah. <laughs> In honor of their... <laughs> so anyway, this this map is, map is fraught with peril. It's obviously full of lies. No one in Montana loves Dinger. No one in Denver loves Dinger. Nobody. Someone, uh, We've got a comment that says Dinger's better than Rocky, and I don't know. In what, in what way? Is, Dinger sucks. You do not need a mascot for baseball. Ab, you have absolutely That's zero need That's for a true. mascot in baseball. That's heck? not true. Man, Mr. Met is one of the top mascots in That's all true. of sports. That's a great take, Eric. Um, what also, the Philly do? Fanatic is, is one of the top do? mascots in all. Th- th- what does any mascot do? You don't need Rocky, a mascot. Rocky does like a million things in the span of 48 Maybe, minutes. I would say Rocky, Rocky is more uh, like Cirque du Soleil than mascot. He's like, he Chad does. Chad is just mm. out on this conversation. No, no, I am all in. On this conversation, this is insulting on all kinds of levels. Once, uh, four, four states is ridiculous because nobody it's loves stupid. Dinger in any it's of the four no, states. Yeah, uh, including and especially Colorado. Dinger, you right? Suck. It's it's not even it's not even it's it's insulting to Rocky, right? It's the best mascot. But uh, what about Ralphie the Buffalo? Right, Ralph the Buffalo is oh, the, wow. the greatest right. live mascot in college sports. Or he's the best mascot in sports. Period. Maybe, maybe Cam the Ram. You know, I don't want to talk about this. I, um, what else is going on online bad. today? Colorado's the proudest state, but Boulder's the proudest. Like the CU crowd, oh, just God. so the pride is is never ended. It's annoying, honestly. It's mean, I was like CU prior to joining DNVR. Now, <laughs> now I don't even like shorts. I yeah, Oh, so, man, this is a great take right yeah. here. Look at this. Oh, yeah. It's true. How many, other, how many other mascots have almost died on this? Yeah, roster? yeah. Very few. Yeah. Very, Give, very few. Giving it up for the love of the game. You got to appreciate it. <laughs> so um, we talked about a young, young, uh, early to the league, Kristaps Porzingis earlier. Um, let's take an even further step back. Oh, wow. <laughs> this is awesome. This is awesome. Let's look at young Kristaps Porzingis. And the one thing to notice here is um, his awful braids. And yeah, I don't the think they were doing culture, cultural appropriation dialogue in Latvia. Like he definitely, yeah, he definitely went to. Uh, well, like de- his favorite player Mexico was definitely Allen Iverson on the Nuggets. I'll give it to you that. Yeah. Or Carmelo. No, I was yeah. thinking about this, man. Yeah. Just, or Melo, yeah. Another. I mean, that's another, where the braids uh, came from, obviously. Another folk year, abroad, just Ronaldo really inspired Boston, by the. Do we have Carmelo. a year guess on this? What year this might have been? Anyone I don't know. But that's clearly Dirk Nowitzki in the back that we didn't notice. The the one thing I've always said about this, which is interesting, with him wearing a Nuggets jersey, um, I went to ten countries in Europe in 2008 when I went on my honeymoon, and that was prime mellow years Congrats. in Denver. Nice, fun. no, no, Ooh. great, yeah, it was a great trip, <laughs> right? Uh, but that was we're talking prime mellow years, right? In every city, every country I went in. There were billboards, there were posters, there were people wearing jerseys, there were people yeah. wearing shoes of mellow. Yeah. And that was something that I did not see regularly walking around Denver. No, never. Time, right? But uh, I was, I, I mean, I was seeing it in Croatia. I was seeing it in Greece. Uh, yeah. I was seeing it, you know, everywhere I went. So that's why, you know, seeing Kristaps in a Nuggets shirt, yeah. it does not surprise me in the least. Yeah, all of those we have Australian someone... Nuggets fans. Sorry, Eric, I'm sure you're going to say things. Oh, they're all say, inspired any... by that era. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anytime we have someone on the show, we're like, hey, where are you uh, watching from? They're like, somewhere not Denver. Like, Denver, <laughs> it's like never comes up. We have, like, we have no viewers Melbourne? in Denver. We're like, oh, wow, that's interesting. <laughs> Melbourne. All right. Um, let's see. What else is going on online? Let's, uh, let's find out. <laughs> the worst segue. Um, so <laughs> my man, Alec Gwynn. Bless the timeline oh, with this. This, this crack so this good. tickled me so much. The NBA, <laughs> the NBA at Disney World social hierarchy. You can see the Grand Destino at the top of the social structure. And I as just you love the name too, man. Grand Destino is such a perfect name for the. Top. Yeah, the I fact know. that it doesn't have the D on it just makes it even just a little like, more classier. I know, I know. Who has time? <laughs> Look at the poor plebes of the yacht club lifting us all up. It's unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I didn't feel like that got enough love. Have you ever the been to the yacht club? Has five pool. Uh, I have not. No, no. I have. Uh, I've not been fortunate enough to uh, to slum at the yacht club. <laughs> <laughs> you shouldn't. You shouldn't. It's a bad look now. It's officially a bad look to be seen at the at the yacht club. Oh, I heard uh, Damian Willard stayed here once. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're like, what kind of sanitizing practices are you using here at the Yacht Club? I heard the Blazers stayed here last year. Anyway, we should probably get to the steps, right? I've got some other things, but, you know, you guys can go online yourself and find out what's going on out there. Well, good news, I, we actually do have somebody for the steps. Yeah, okay, wow. I was worried that Eric just tossed us into a nightmare. I... <laughs> 
Hey! hey. Justice is back. Let's go. Right. You're muted, Justice. You got on mute yourself. You do oh. still have to unmute yourself. You it's, still have to unmute yourself. Nothing has changed. <laughs> my bad. Yeah. My bad. My bad. Let's go. Let's, let's go. It's been weeks since you've been on the show, so we'll yeah. give you a break. <laughs> do we even have questions for the steps? That's a, that's a good question. Oh, well, my I think God. We, yeah, we do. Well, we do. You, I so usually you write them. So when you you don't know, it's always justice. Uh, what's going on, man? What's uh, tell us one great thing that's happened to you in the last week? That might be a short window. I can't hear Brendan if he's talking. Uh, no, no, just, just again. I don't even need to be here. I know this happened um, once already. But, oh God! Can you, you hear Adam? You don't have to tell us anything good that happened. Yeah, you can I, just, uh, I could hear Brendan, but it was very faint. Like what, I, I could barely hear it. So what, what kind of what kind of uh, wish was granted of you that you don't have to hear Brendan in life? No. Hey, it is it's my like birthday. It's my Jordan year, so. Oh. oh hey. Hey. 30, you're 45. Uh, <laughs> For your birthday, we're gonna force you to take some uh, Breck Brew stuff, okay? We're just gonna, we're gonna literally make you take it from. With us. these questions, you should be able to get some uh, <laughs> couple things, a couple pieces of swag. Oh, we should be able to do it. That sounds good. Let's do it. Oh boy, God! Oh, as soon as the music hits, my we heart heard it in so long. raises. I know. Chad can be my helper, right? Yes, Chad, you can advise him. That's how I don't know if you know this is how it works. If you know the answer, okay. you can give him advice. He doesn't have to listen to your advice, but you can yeah. give him advice. And you can also tank okay. him. I like can other... actually give him the answer or just a hint? Both. You can just give him the answer. You can Although play some okay. guests refuse to do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sometimes, sometimes our guests are a little hesitant to give out the answer. <laughs> he was born in Saginaw. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? <laughs> My dad loved him. Like, I've yeah, never met your dad. Helpful to the guests, so. All right, go for it, Wind. <laughs> Oh, I'm doing them? Okay. Uh, number one. What player holds the NBA record for most points scored in a single game? Will Chamberlain. That is correct. Hey, that one is for correct. one. Wow. How much was that? was like he's 45 points, right? <laughs> number two. Number two. Which of these players was a number one overall draft pick? Carmelo Anthony, Yao Ming, Greg Ostertag. Chad, it's Yao Ming, right? I'm pretty sure, yeah. Yes, yeah. it's Yao. Mm -hmm. All right. Yeah. That Yao is Ming, correct. It's Yao Ming. <laughs> <laughs> Yao Ming. <laughs> I don't know. The Oster tag. We really, I, I, this game, I mean, we always have a... I'm pretty sure, but that was a random guy. I never heard of him. So yeah, we always have a panache for the uh, dramatic here where we just... Sit on the answer. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Next. Well, it's now tradition that question two is always oddly tough compared to like the first five. So we got to keep it up. Uh, question number three: How long is a regulation NBA game? Forty-eight minutes. That's a good question. Good job. That is correct. That Forty-eight is correct. minutes. Wow. Wow. I would have All said right. sixty and been bounced right off the steps. <laughs> like two and a half hours. Um, <laughs> What's the current name of the NBA franchise that moved away from Seattle in 2008? Oklahoma City Thunder. He's on That fire. is correct. Wow. This man, he can't and be stopped. Lego. He isn't even eschewing his helper. Who needs him? <laughs> uh, number five, what, what player <laughs> was famous for his patented, patented skyhook? Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. He got it. Five yeah. and five, baby. Let's go. Oh. Just I would have said Mason Plumley. <laughs> that was a good joke. I was late. That was good. All right, so I think you get like a shirt or something, but we'll come back to that after the show. <laughs> Try to contain your excitement, Justice. Uh, number six. Which one of these players went straight from high school to the NBA? JJ Redick, Kevin Durant, Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant. Wow, these are easy. Well, is that your final answer? These are so easy. All right, number seven. Who was the first player to average a triple double in an NBA season? Ooh, it's Oscar Robertson, Oscar right? Oscar Robertson. Yeah, yep. it's Oscar. Right. Oscar Robertson. My son's name for the big O. Really? Oh, wow. oh, that's incredible. That's awesome. Your son's last, name is Oscar Robertson. Lost Milwaukee Bucks championship. Big O and Kareem. Or Lou Alcindor. Uh, Oscar Robertson is correct. All right. Now come the tough ones. 
<laughs> Number eight. This is a good one. Which one of these players played their first NBA season with the Denver Nuggets? Ty Lawson, Paul Millsap, Jameer Nelson. Awesome. Man, these are so easy. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on here? Someone just said the Avs trivia is impossible. Oh, dude, that's, and I believe it. Can you imagine what Rudo you, and AJ come oh, yeah. up You watch the Avs trivia and like they put it out to all of the get, like all of the hosts, and really? the hosts are like, dude, I don't, I don't know. Like, yeah, no, what's, they're, like what's impossibly, the fun of that? I mean, they're impossibly yeah. difficult. We want the people. Avs trivia should just be spelling the names. Yeah, so yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Yeah, these questions should be like, just do you want Breck Brew gear? Yes or no? Hey, <laughs> told we have to give out some Breck Brew gear. All right, let's keep it moving. Let's Number it moving. nine. What were the two numbers that Kobe Bryant wore for the Lakers throughout his career? Ooh. Eight and 24. So he got it. <laughs> Justice is like, oh, I paused 2K for this. This is bullshit. <laughs> Number 10 already. <laughs> do we even All have right. the grand prize anymore? These need to ramp up real quick. <laughs> <laughs> Zero to 100 real quick. Which of these players was the tallest? <laughs> Joffrey Laverne. Ooh. JJ Hickson. Timofe ah, Mozgov. Ah. I think I know this one. Mozgov. What do you think, Chad? All right, I'm going with Mozgov. I've got full faith in him. Mozgov. Pretty sure that's right. That's um, correct. The hundred million dollar man. <laughs> Attention. Two prizes. Thank you, Chad. <laughs> Best ever. No problem. This is, this is the escalator. This is the escalator. <laughs> the escalator. <laughs> <laughs> this is so dumb. <laughs> Okay, number 11. Wow. Which one of these players was a lottery pick? Malik Beasley, Juancho Hernan Gomez, Will Barton. Uh, Juancho Hernan Gomez. Chad? I don't think so. Uh, you don't think so? No. Will Barton was... was a second rounder, so it's either Malik yeah. or Wancho. Yeah, it wasn't sure. Wancho. It was it was Malik because Malik was a first round pick, and I, I want to say he was like thirteen. I'm, I'm pretty, something no, like I'm pretty sure it's Wancho. I'm pretty sure Malik went out. I love this. I, I love this conflict. Up. That's why hey, like, look, there's a zero percent <laughs> success rate of over your guess on this show. So Beasley Beasley was drafted at the same time as Murray, both in the first round. Right? They went. They yeah, went with. So with, uh, with I, I remember. I remember this distinctly. Right. Um, this is and delicious. I don't think no. I'm, I I would I would say it's Beasley. I don't think Wancho was a lottery pick. Justice, it's your call, Justice. Technically, or, Justice I gave his final answer. Because they picked they picked Murray at seven, and I want to say they picked Beasley at like thirteen. I'm pretty sure it was Wancho. He, he's I giving know us Malik his answer. Beasley was nineteen. I'm pretty sure of that. So I know it has to be Wancho. You don't even have to. You can answer whatever hey, you want. You don't have to wrong, explain it to Chad. If I'm wrong. Sure. You can have my prizes. No, no, go go for it. It's your pick. I could be wrong. I'm going right? to go with Wancho. I love the confidence because he's correct. Oh! Good job. That was a good job. That was, was, the, that was the greatest steps oh. moment of all time. Conflict. Oh. Also <laughs> hilarious. I'm pretty plan. sure Wancho was not a... a... He, he, he was 14. He was 14. He was. He was number 15. Whoa. What happened to Harrison? Harrison's voice is back. Yeah, 15 uh, is lottery. Is it? It's the last pick in the lottery, isn't it? Lottery is 14. It doesn't matter. You guys knew yeah. what the question was. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God. Thank God. <laughs> oh, yeah, he was the 15 pick. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Are you up, Harrison? You got it? Yeah, I'm trying to get my mic figured out. You're good now. <laughs> okay. Uh, who holds the NBA record for assists in a single game? Ooh. Scott Scott John Stockton, Isaiah Thomas, Scott Skiles. Scott Skiles. Is that who it is, Chad? Scott Skiles, got, yeah. All right, Scott Skiles. I got full faith. Like 30-something. All right. That's correct. Uh, That's right. Chad's immediate redemption. Immediate redemption. <laughs> <laughs> These are you're you're about ready to pay for a lifetime sub here, Harris. <laughs> <laughs> uh, number thirteen, 
Which one of these players has not scored 35 or more points in an NBA game? Kenneth Fareed, Wilson Chandler, Daniil Gallinari. Who has not scored more than 35 points in an NBA game? Logic says it should be Kenneth Fareed, but something tells me it's probably Wilson Chandler. But I'm very anti-Wilson yeah. Chandler. So don't listen to yeah. me. I feel like Wilson <laughs> might have scored 35 with the Knicks, though. So it could be a possibility. The drama did he show? I'm going to go with you, Chad. We'll go out together. Fareed. Go with Fareed. Final answer, Fareed? Yep, see y'all. It's Fareed. Oh! Oh! oh, oh. oh. Wilson wow. Chandler scored 36, 14. right? I can't believe this. And Fareed scored uh, 34. I'm sweating this over here. They <laughs> better have some <laughs> tough ones lined up. <laughs> uh, who owns... I don't know. I think... I don't know if the we Denver do Nuggets. Question. <laughs> question could be misinterpreted. Oh, boy. <laughs> who crack- owns the Denver Nuggets... Slash. slash Rockets single season record for points per game. David Thompson. Who hold, who owns the Denver Nuggets Rockets single season know. record for points I per game? I can't tell you who played for the Rockets and how, what the, the scores would have been. If that was the was ABA, like, they might have scored 160 points a game. <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> do you know when David Thompson played, Chad? Yeah, because I yeah David Thompson I know it was like was, seventy five was the ABA when right. He murdered I mean he he won a scoring title right he shared a scoring title or was down to the wire with with George Gerbino won yeah. so uh, <laughs> I just don't know for the Rockets you know who any of those yeah. guys would have been and what they would have scored well my guess would be David Thompson yeah I have no idea I'll go with you David Thompson see ya <laughs> Spencer Haywood. I, I, I really love how those were like all easy and then impossible. <laughs> <laughs> That's a the great, steps, baby. Them's great the steps. <laughs> a nerve-wracking moment for Adam, who never double-checked if we're allowed to give away lifetime memberships to begin with. <laughs> Scary for all of us. What a great time and a great episode. Huge shout-out to Chad Andrews for hey, joining for us. Thank record, you we're much. allowed to give those out. It's just we're not allowed to give them out on, like... Who wears I, number kidding, 15 yeah. for the Nuggets? I figured you did check, you know. Yeah, yeah that, that was a joke. I knew it was a joke. Thanks. <laughs> but thank you to Chad Andrews for joining us. Thanks for the insight. Yeah. Thanks for the laughs. Good, Good hanging, man. Good, Good appearance. It's going to be fun uh, watching these games. So uh, I have no idea what to expect. But, uh, you know, it, it's definitely uh, going to be ready to welcome that return. Hey, hopefully we, uh, we're we so see you ready at the, at the DNVR bar. We'll all watch one together. So thanks, thanks for all of you for watching. Thanks for commenting. Thanks for laughing with us. We'll do it again tomorrow, Friday show. So we'll talk to you at noon. Until then, take care of your mentals. Be good. And your chicken. If you guys want to drink the same coffee that powers us through the DNVR Nuggets podcast every day, that powers us through all our writing, all our content that we do on thednvr.com, Hit up Strava Craft Coffee. Give it a try. It's packed with CBD. It can help you out if you've got some long-term pains that are hurting. Maybe you're prone to migraines. Maybe you have back pain or arthritis. CBD has been known to help those things out. And Strava Craft Coffee is packed with CBD. And you can get Strava Craft Coffee for 20% off when you use the code DNVR20 online. Check it out if you've never heard or never tried Strava Craft before. It changes people's lives, no joke. It can, like I said, alleviate a lot of the aches and pains that you might have. It can help decrease your stress, which is a a thing a lot of people are carrying with them more so now in the times that we're in uh, than earlier this year or even last year. So check out Strava Craft Coffee. You can get 20% off when you use the code DNVR20 online.